Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. Welcome to Love Your Work Life, episode 135. If you listened last week, you know that I am kicking off Leadership Month. I'm super excited about going deep into this topic with you because I love leadership. And I think one of the reasons that I'm even a coach today is because I always looked at leadership from a coaching perspective. I'm not athletic. I have zero skills in that area. But I was very fortunate early on in my career as a leader to look at myself as a coach. And it's why I I love watching sports, football in particular, because I think it's the ultimate team sport. You have a coach, you have assistant coaches, but the cool thing about football is that half the team has to sit on the sidelines while their teammates go out there and do their job. They can't do anything about it, right? The defense can't do anything to help the offense. The offense has to do their job. And when the offense does their job, then they sit down and they watch the defense protect all of the work that they've accomplished. It's a fascinating picture of teamwork and coaching is that linchpin. Coaching is the thing that helps everybody understand their roles, achieve their full potential, and work together cohesively to achieve the outcomes they've set for themselves. Doesn't that sound a lot like a workplace? It does. So As we jump into this leadership month, I want to remind you that in January, I'm launching Strategic Leadership Lab. This is you, me, lab partners, diving into leadership challenges, the things that you worry about that drive you crazy. Like what if you're leading in a toxic work environment? How do you manage that in your own brain? as well as keep your team protected and productive. All the things that I know you're worrying about, because I've been in that exact situation where I felt like I was carrying the weight of the world on my shoulders because the executive that I reported to was an extremely toxic person. But I'm telling you, my friend, I produced some of the best work of my career in that time, and my team was running like a well-oiled machine. So it's possible to be the leader that you want to be, no matter what is going on around you, and to really extract the best performance out of your team, not just because you want them to perform well, but you want them to be working together, be achieving together and advancing the purpose that your team serves inside the organization. 
Okay, I went off on a little rant. <laughs> you see how excited I am about this. But anyway, Strategic Leadership Lab is the place where you can get one-on-one coaching with me. It's going to be limited seats because you're going to get my attention and we're going to work on your specific challenges together so that you are successful as a middle manager. All right, my friends, let's dive into today's topic. Now, the way I'm going to approach this leadership month is I'm going to tackle a topic and then I'm going to talk about the two sides of that topic. As a middle manager, somewhere in between your team and some levels of leadership above you, you have two objectives. You've got to manage your team, and you've also got to manage the higher-ups, the people that you report to, directly or dotted line. So with the topic, I'm going to cover both sides of that equation. How to manage the topic with your team, how to manage the topic with your leaders, the people you report to. And this week, we're going to talk about alignment. The topic of alignment matters because as a middle manager, you are the pipeline of information to and from your team and the leadership above you. Think of yourself as that pipe, like information is flowing back and forth. You are that liaison. You are that conduit. It all comes and goes through you. Alignment is essential because both sides are depending on you to connect to the big picture, to align to the company objectives, and to provide the day-to-day support with your team um, to execute on activities that make it happen. So let's talk about your team first. So when I think of alignment with your team, I'm thinking of performance alignment. How do you get your team to perform their job in alignment with the company's goals, the big picture, the mission, all of that? We're going to talk about it in three steps. Clarifying the big picture, creating connection, and motivating contribution. So first, clarifying the big picture. Everyone has a need to know. And I know some things are going to be confidential between you and upper level management. And there's there are things that maybe you can't share. But what you can share, do it. Don't hold everything close to the vest. Because people do need to know. And the reason they need to know is because they want to understand their connection to the bigger picture, to the purpose. This is transparency in action in the best possible way. Everyone wants to feel part of something bigger than themselves. This is just human nature. And because we spend so much of our time at work, then it's got to be that place where we get that need filled, at least part of it. So whenever you can help your team feel that they're part of something bigger, that their work product matters, 
you will see a distinct difference in their performance because now they kind of understand the ripple effect of what they do. It's ridiculously important. And I would offer, don't underestimate how powerful it is for you to share with your team. Hey, just so you know, when we accomplish this, we are contributing to that. When we accomplish this, we are enabling the company to move forward, to achieve a goal, to serve a customer, whatever those things are, help them understand that big picture so they can connect to it. Which leads me to number two, connection. This is connecting the dots. And I encourage you to do it with as much specificity as possible. One of the interview questions that I always recommend to my clients who are making career moves is to ask, Who are the people depending on this role for their success? You as a team can ask this question of yourselves. Who are the people in our company who are depending on us for their success? You'd be surprised when you brainstorm that question, the understanding that you will get about how the things you do are helping someone else do their job. It's one of the reasons why I love kind of big cross-functional meetings that are agendaless. And you give, say, maybe even depending on how many people are in the room, you might allow each person to share what they're working on. Or maybe you have a representative from each cross-functional team share what they're working on. It creates this excitement and this natural conversation and problem solving because someone's going to mention something that they're working on and someone else who has a piece of that now has better understanding. They understand the ripple effect of their work. They feel connected to that other person. They can have even a dialogue inside that room to get answers right now, to create action plans for follow-ups. It's fabulous. By creating a sense of connection internally on your team and externally with cross-functional teams and even clients, you are helping align your team and their performance to the company's big picture, to that mission. And it could be big, big picture, or it could be some of the smaller micro pictures that are going on in terms of strategies and, and whatnot. The last one is contribution. When people understand the purpose, they can take ownership. The highest level of performance you can get out of your team is when they understand what they are contributing to. Because when they understand what they're contributing to, they can feel a deeper sense of pride, of alignment. When people understand that their contribution matters, they will own it. 
they will do more for you than you ever expect. Because again, all three of these things, the clarity, the connection, and the contribution all work together so that you're getting a team that is doing their very best for you as their manager and for the company overall. Their performance is aligned so that everybody is experiencing success together. Now let's look at the other half of this. How do we talk about alignment with your manager, your leaders, upper level management? I think of this as strategic alignment. You had performance alignment for your team, but you have strategic alignment with leadership. So clarifying the big picture. Hopefully, the big picture is being shared with you. And so you know exactly what your marching orders are. But if you have any doubt, or if it's not being communicated, ask questions. This does not demonstrate a lack of knowledge. And I know, especially when you're in middle management and maybe you're struggling with some imposter syndrome, it doesn't matter how long you've been a manager. Asking questions demonstrates curiosity. It actually demonstrates enthusiasm, care, and commitment. This will help you carry the message back to your team. And it will help your manager know that you really are interested in what's going on and you're interested in understanding your piece of that strategy. Do not hesitate to ask questions. If you ask questions with a sincere curiosity as the energy behind it, I'm telling you, it cannot be misinterpreted. It just can't. I talked about it a couple weeks ago. Curiosity is a primal emotion with an affect of enthusiasm. It just works. That's how it'll be received. Let's move on to connection. In the context of your leadership of upper management, connection means keeping your leaders informed about what's happening on your team. And it can be day to day. I'm not saying that you've got to include tons and tons of details and all the nitty gritty kinds of things. But it is important to keep your manager informed and it's your job to figure out what your manager needs. One of the tools that I use in my coaching practice happening on the career coaching side of it, and it will also be part of Strategic Leadership Lab, is a tool that helps you understand your natural behavioral strengths. What makes you tick as a person? Everybody has these natural characteristics and traits that affect how they deliver information, receive information, how they lead, all of this good stuff. And some people love detail. Some people trip out on detail. Other people don't. It doesn't make one way or the other right or wrong, but it's your job to understand. And if you're working with executives, say you are someone who reports to a VP, a senior VP, a CEO, they don't call it executive summary for no reason. 
A lot of people in those highest levels of leadership like bullet points. The only exception might be CFOs. (laughs) They love detail. That's why they're good at their job. So make sure that you understand how your manager likes to receive information. And if you don't know, ask. Just ask the question, how often would you like me to update you on what's going on? What are the most important things on your plate that we are contributing to? And what do you need to know about that? Can you imagine how awesome that would be to have someone who is just interested in, hey, I want to help you do your job better. I want to take some of the worry off your plate. Ask your manager, what is keeping you up at night that me and my team are involved in? Because I'd really love to keep you posted on that so that you can take it off your worry list. Make sure that you are connecting with your manager in that way. That means they don't have to chase you down. Be proactive. It works, works beautifully. A good example of that is when I was leading a team of salespeople, but they were also dotted line reporting directly to the CEO because the CEO wanted to know what was happening, especially with the big accounts, especially with accounts that we were expecting large sales from, large orders from. My sales team would come to me and complain about the CEO's inquiries. And I told them, the magic trick is this, do not wait for him to reach out. Be proactive. After you have visited that big account that you know he's worried about, pick up the phone, give him a call, send a quick email. Hey, had a great meeting. I'll catch up with details later. This will resolve so many issues because you're keeping them connected to what's happening. And last, but of course not least, contribution. Let your manager know of the progress and contributions your team is making. Call out specific wins. Don't expect them to observe everything. They're busy people. They have a lot on their mind. It's entirely possible that they have several direct reports like you. So they've got a lot of information funneling to them. And if your manager is upper level management, then they've got a CEO. They've got a C-suite communicating to them. So please be proactive. Don't wait for them to observe. Don't wait for them to give you some kudos. Share it. Be upfront with it. Nobody teaches us how to appreciate our own accomplishments. I get that. It's just one of those things. I wish that was easy, but it's not. So we all feel that little sense of anxiety about sharing some of our own wins. But I'm encouraging you, get over it. I guess that was kind of blunt versus encouragement, but get over it. And here's the cool thing is as a leader of a team, one of the ways that you can do this and feel more comfortable instead of feeling like you're bragging is to recognize team effort. Go to your manager and say, hey, I just want to let you know the team is on track to accomplish this. 
call attention to some of the individual contributions. And if you can do this publicly, bonus points for you. Because now your team members know that you are advocating for them. If you do it in public, they know you're also doing it in private. And that is such a wonderful thing, a wonderful gift to give your team members. And it also showcases your abilities as a leader. Your team success reflects positively on you as a leader. Don't be threatened by sharing your team successes, by calling out some individual wins. When your team wins, when your team looks good, you look good, my friend. Your reputation as a leader of a high-performing team will start to grow. And what does that mean? That means there's going to be more opportunities for you. That means you're going to have influence inside the organization. You can't have influence if you're not communicating what's going on. If you want to be the right-hand person to your manager, let them know that you've got a handle on the big picture. Connect with them about what's going on day to day so that they can feel comfortable that their objectives are being accomplished and share those contributions. These are the winning points. These are the components that are going to help you achieve alignment performance alignment with your team, and strategic alignment with your leaders. All right, my friends, have a great week out there. And don't forget to check out the link in the show notes if you want to know more about Strategic Leadership Lab. All right, talk to you again soon. If you like listening to this podcast, I invite you to visit my website at elisashuck-careercoach.com. On the site, you're going to find out everything you need to know about working with me on your career move, developing your leadership skills, as well as my courses, Job Search Field Guide and the Art of Stellar Interviews. I look forward to meeting you soon. Take care.